Blog Talk Radio. It's December 18, 2016. Hello and welcome to Working for a Living radio show where progressives for change present opinions that matter. Tonight we're joined by, by co-hosts Jeff Brown and David Fillion. I'm your moderator, Leroy McKnight. And we hope that everyone stayed safe since our last show especially those here in the upper Midwest that have been pummeled with, Arctic, uh, with snow and Arctic temperatures all last week. Yeah. Please be careful if you have to go out into any dangerous weather, this winter weather. Uh, we have a few announcements. Uh, first of all, let me tell you, this is going to be an amazing show. You're, you're really going to like this show. Uh, we're doing something that we've never done before and nobody's ever uh, done in this category before. Uh, and we think you're really, really going to like this. It's a kind of a Christmas present to working men and women around the nation and the world. So uh, let's get on with the announcements. So I'm taking that little uh, side track there off the notes. Uh, as we know, the Honeywell workers represented by UAW Local 9 remain locked out. Uh, and this is sad. We need to, to assist these brothers and sisters during the holiday season as best we can. Um, so let's do all, all that we can individually, just, uh, they know, you know, whatever you imagine their needs are, uh, not having a lot of money coming in, you know, that's what they need. Uh, uh, announcement number two, again, pinned at the top of the working for a living page, uh, the Facebook page is a post regarding safety pin. Uh, the safety pin has become a symbol for racial tolerance. Uh, this post and Working for a Living Caucus encourages everyone of tolerance to prominently wear a safety pin on their clothing, clothing to ex- express their views about racial tolerance. Thank you, everyone, for that. Uh, announcement number three. Uh, it was announced by the IUAW that the benefit of legal services will be returned to the Detroit Three active and retired members. Uh, work, team working for a living caucus hopes this benefit helps all those who have anxiously waited for it and uh, or are in need of such legal services. Uh, we also would like to note that the uh, uh, leadership of the UAW, when they uh, present and announce such things, truly should be from the ranks, having done work uh, where they get uh, work, have done work in the, uh, with the workplace, uh, preferably in an auto plant, because they are the United Auto Workers, uh, although we have the other uh, branches, TOPS and uh, IPS as well. Uh, IPS certainly uh, does physical work, and some TOPS places do some physical work as well. But I'd like to see our leadership having actually worked in an office represented or a plant that's represented by a local union. Thank you. Uh, the announcement number four, last week the Texas legislator, legislature proposed a law that lowers the age allowed to work in the workplace to 14. Uh, it seems that uh, child labor is broaching the uh, uh, labor force yet again. I thought we were done with this. And uh, for those working from 14 to 18 years of age, uh, they will be required to get their per- parents' permission to join a union should this legislation pass. And we're seeing a lot of these things in the lame duck session, brothers and sisters and listeners. Uh, and these sort of things are... Uh, um, posturing for what they dream of because they likely would not stand the test of uh, the Constitution, uh, as was uh, the uh, last week's Michigan proposed legislation, uh, fining people for demonstrating or wanting to. Uh, and this legislation, of course, there's labor law out there that prevents this at the federal level, but you can see their uh, posturing for this in the future. Uh, announcement number five is very sad. I have a lot of friends in the Iron Workers Union. 
Uh, their pensions came under attack last week. It appears that the retirees and retirees in waiting will be pitted against the younger workers in an upcoming required vote for the, the pension plan protected. And only those in the plan evidently will get the opportunity to vote. So we'll see what happens there. We'll keep an eye on it. And we have some very good friends, so we'll, we'll get some firsthand information, maybe have one of them on the show. Uh, number six, in a rare good note, <laughs> uh, General Motors has announced $552 million investment at four locations. Congratulations to the uh, brothers and sisters at Tonawanda, New York, Lockport, New York, Rochester, New York, and Parma, Ohio, where these monies will be spent for improvements in job retention. Thank you uh, uh, to everyone involved in making that decision to uh, uh, improve uh, these plants and retain some of the jobs available there. So, on to email. Um, we uh, uh, had a, a number of requests for to be a vi uh, visitor uh, uh, guest on the show. Uh, we're going to have to uh, take those under advisement for those of you listening that have asked, uh, and we will. Uh, consider whether your issue is a labor issue or if it's a marketing issue for your own benefit. So uh, we'll take those under advisement in our full team call. Uh, the uh, second uh, uh, email consideration here is uh, thank you for a, a, a series of great shows this year. Uh, we retirees in my area have all enjoyed your programs very much. Thank you, Herb in Florida, <laughs> for that email. We, we really appreciate it. Uh, you know, we try to do our best, and we know and appreciate you when you do email in. Uh, you were pretty regular for a while, and then you sort of backed away, and it's nice to hear from you at the end of the year. This is, we're trying to make this a really positive, beneficial show for everybody. This is a, a nice, nice time of the year, and we want to go out uh, with a, a few jokes and a few laughs and some seriousness, but uh, have it on a lighter side, so... It is the holiday season. We're going to try and do our best for a nice uh, Christmas show, and notwithstanding our uh, listeners and brothers and sisters who are not Christian, uh, the holiday season for them here in the United States. Uh, for our quote, um, you know, this, this is a quote. Uh, we said it last week, and we'll repeat it from a man by the name of James McCullough. He's a two-time two state football champion and a one-time Big Ten football champion, a clear and proven winner in life. And uh, he's uh, often heard to say, uh, you can't win the Kentucky Derby with a plow horse. And um, we still think that's very relevant around here as we uh, discuss things uh, throughout the week. So uh, let's bring on David and Jeff uh, to the show. We have, uh, let's see... Let's get David on first, and then we have um, David. You there? Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Doing pretty well. Yeah, uh, Jeff, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah. How are you doing this week? I'm good. A little tired, okay. but I'm good. Good, good. good. It's been kind of a, a Interesting week. Uh, we had uh, quite, the, quite the week, actually. Still wrapping up uh, for my own little automobile incident uh, that somebody hit my car and uh, totaled it, actually. So we'll uh, be done with that here in another day or two, and then we're uh, uh, completely finished up with that. So that would be nice. Uh, we have a lot of people in the uh, switchboard. Thanks, everybody, for uh, uh, calling in and listening. We appreciate that. Uh, so, um, uh, this week, uh, we're going to, uh, have some awards, but David, uh, would you, would you go ahead and start your portion of this, please? Sure. Um, August 23rd, 1971, um, the Powell Memorandum was laid out. It was a plan to attack labor. The Power Memorandum sought to do this by controlling, one, all levels of the legislature, the judiciary, and the executive branch, two, the media, three, 
campuses, four, the pulpit, five, all levels of education from high school to grads, six, the Powell Memorandum memo was written to influence the bargaining table and those and all those who negotiate at that table. And that has been executed upon labor for the past 45 years with military precision to the point we are at currently today. As it turns out, in June of 2013, I remember this, a member of Team Working for a Living Caucus and the moderator of this show, Leroy McKnight, coined the term Powellist and defined a Powellist as any company organization, individual, that directly or indirectly promotes, supports, in any way advances the tenets of the Powell Memorandum. And this evening, the Working for a Living Caucus will award the first annual Powellist Awards. Thank you, David. Um, the, you know, these Powellist Awards are really intended to be sort of a, a present to all working men and women across our country and the world. Uh, we have uh, defined three categories, uh, and there will be a winner in each category uh, because there's so many. <laughs> uh, a, uh, a first runner-up and a second runner-up uh, on the uh, Powellist Awards. Uh, Powellist is not necessarily something you want to be if you're, uh, you know, uh, out there uh, hurting men and working men and women, as uh, uh, David very aptly pointed out. These are uh, awards that are pretty dubious. Uh, the uh, idea that you or your organization has distinguished yourself as somebody that has done something to suppress wages, hurt people, their working conditions, or their hours of employment, such as you know alternative work schedules. Some of these are just horrible that are going on. So we're going to get on with these awards, and everybody's going to get a certificate of these awards mailed to them. We're not going to frame them. They're going to have to, if they want to frame them, they're going to frame them themselves. I suppose some of these people might be real proud to get these Powellist Awards, but we'll know who they are and how bad they've hurt us as working men and women. So um, let me uh, start off. Uh, I think Jeff has the, uh, uh, the great honor and high honor for uh, uh, announcing the winner of the Corporate Powellist Award. Go ahead, Jeff. Okay, let me open the envelope here. And the winner of the Corporate Powell List Award is FCA, Fiat Chrysler, for no longer building any cars in the United States. For continued wage suppression and draconian workplace rules and workloads. So congratulations to Fiat Chrysler. Applause. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Too bad we're, we we don't have a lot more uh, live people in here. As we get them on there, but for now, let's just say applause. Well, I think David's. Up. I should have went and got a little, little noisemakers from the party store or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this has got to be some fun. Yeah, the worst people on the planet for working men and women. I tell you, they really are. All right, David. You open an envelope over there? Yep. And okay. And, <laughs> um, uh, the runner-up, the first runner-up, Corporate Powellist Award goes to General Motors for sending work out to the United States for continued wage suppression and draconian workplace rules and workloads. Congratulations, General Motors. Applause. All right, General Motors, you you got that dubious award of being the first runner-up Powellist of the Year for the corporation, corporate Powellist of the Year. Uh, let's see. Uh, by the way, all of these awards have been tucked away in, in a safe, uh, uh, 
since they've, uh, the judges have uh, made these determinations, and yesterday they were sent out to the award sites by special courier in all these envelopes. So uh, as we open these, we're not real, real sure exactly. Uh, so I'm going to open mine now. Let's see who this one is. So open the envelope. And let's see, uh, who is it? And the winner of this, uh, well, not a winner. This is the second runner-up corporate Powellist award goes to Ford Motor Company for sending work out of the United States for continued wage suppression and draconian workplace rules and workloads. Those, that concludes our Powellist, corporate Powellist of the Year awards, First, uh, the, the winner, the first runner-up, and the second. And now we're going to go to the uh, second category. This is subsidiary. These are the smaller companies. Uh, corporate uh, uh, subsidiary Powellist Award, a corporate corporate subsidiary. So uh, this first one, I think it's David has this one. David, do you have that one? Yeah, that's what it says here. Just take a look and see. Yeah. Ah, and the winner of the corporate subsidiary Powellist Award is Carrier for sending work to Mexico after expecting Americans to work for Mexican wages and benefits. Congratulations to Carrier Corporation. You want we'll it all. Send your certificate. <laughs> we'll send your certificate to you. You can you hang it into your offices, proud to be a su suppressor of wages and send in work to Mexico. Let's see. I have the next one. Let's see. This is the first runner-up corporate subsidiary Powellist Award, and that goes to just a second. Let me open this envelope and uh, sees, uh, oh, uh, here it is. Uh, this is a familiar name. Honeywell, we're locking out its UAW Local Union 9 employees in May of 2016. Gurge of the earth, Honeywell. And we're happy mm. to present you with the first runner-up corporate subsidy subsidiary Paulist Award that's the smaller corporation. So, all right. I think uh, Jeff has the next one. All right. Okay. And this one is the second runner-up for the corporate subsidiary Paulist Award goes to Nestle for their continued attempts to control the water sources of the world. Ooh. 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 Yeah, I think you got it, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just give them some booze. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, what's the next category okay. there, Jeff? The next category is the Powellist Award for a Corporate Subsidiary. Oops. Oh, this one's for individual Powellist, I think. Oh, in this okay. We just did. Yeah. Yeah, I think somebody yeah. misspelled that. Subsidiary should have been individual. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow. Okay. I, I think I do. I have the first one here. I think I have that envelope. Yes, you do. Okay, yes, let me the open the envelope. Okay, let me see who's the winner. Got it. There it is. Okay, we got it. Uh, and the winner of individualist individual Paulist of the Year award is Debbie Wasserman Schultz for her gamesmanship within the National Democratic Party that will affect the welfare of working men and women for the next four years at least. Ooh, well, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. <laughs> okay. All right. Jeff, I think you're First up. runner-up for the <laughs> individual policy to John C. Stratton. I guess I said his name, right? The CEO of Verizon. Ooh. 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 Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we all know what he did there at Verizon. That's yeah, horrible. What yes, we do. Those poor people. Yep. David, I think you're up next. Oh, me up I am. And the second runner-up of the Individual Powellist Award goes to Brian Krasanchik, the CEO of Intel Corporation. Ooh. 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 
Yeah, not not good. You guys are, you know, you're really, really not not all that good. Bad people, bad people. Uh, well, it appears that I have the the, the final Paulist award here. Um, uh, this is uh, uh, a special award for outstanding Paulist of the year. Now, remember, a Paulist is somebody that's really against labor, about as bad as you can be, really. I mean, these are, they have distinguished themselves as some of the worst people on the planet. And corp- companies and corporations and subsidiaries of corporations on the planet that hurt working men and women. So, the award for Outstanding Paulist of the Year for his misogynist, racist comments, and call for wage suppression of American workers. The Outstanding Paulist of the Year Award goes to, let me open it up. (laughs) Go figure. Donald J. Trump, formerly known as Donald J. Drumpf. (laughs) (laughs) We might be arrested. No, it's worth <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, he'll be he'll be calling us what he called that poor guy there, president of the carrier, the local, uh, the, yep. the United Steelworkers local 1999 president. He just got all over him for calling him calling him out and saying he didn't do as much as he said he did, nor did he do as much as he really could have. We gave him a uh, a score of uh, 60.18. Uh, on his uh, grade, that was the grade we gave him for his efforts down there at Carrier. That's how many jobs he saved. He's, you know, want to start them all, save them all. You do some different things, not just go buy them off. And by the way, he bought them off for a lot less money, a third less money than the president down there. That local union offered him to begin with. Twenty, I think he said he offered twenty-three million in, in uh, concessions, and they wanted sixty-two million. Of course. The uh, governor of Indiana, the vice president-elect, offered $7 million. So they didn't do such a good job down there trying to save that work there, Trump and his bell. Uh, so that's those, that concludes our awards, the Paulist, first annual Paulist Award. Awards. So uh, we, <laughs> we had a little fun with it there. But this is serious stuff, brothers and sisters. These people really, really do things that hurt working men and women and have done it. So uh, these are not awards that they really want to be getting. I hope that this catches on, uh, and it's the hope hope of our team that this catches on, and uh, this is an annual Christmas present to working men and women uh, and holiday present for those of you not Christian. Uh, And we, we really are, really are, our team's really sensitive to the fact that this is a... Christian holiday, but it's also a holiday season where people get work off and stuff like that. So uh, we don't mean to be, uh, you know, not sen- sensitive to your own religion if it's not Christian. So thank you for your understanding. Well, let's take a minute and uh, recap the uh, uh, year of 2016, working for a living. Uh, I'll start off. Uh, you know, while it existed since 2013. The Blog Talk Radio Show um, really wasn't launched uh, officially, and our first show wasn't until April 3rd of 2016. That started all this off. So, uh, David, yeah, um, well, existing since 2015, the Facebook page was launched March of 2016. Um, that was an exciting day for me. I remember that day. All of a sudden, I woke up in the morning, and I was on a brand-new, fresh page. Um, so I was really excited about that. Um, the page to this day, um, I'm very proud of it. There's no infighting amongst the members. Um, it's a very good page. What's a very good labor unionist on it? And uh, we did a great job with that. Thanks for starting it, Leroy, and um, hopefully it grows much more in the next year and uh, we add more people to the caucus. Yes, indeed. Thank you, David. Jeff? 
Okay. Is it me? While existing, no, it's me. Yes. While existing yeah. since 2014, the website workingforaliving.com was launched in March of 2016. So we're very proud of that, and it's really nice. Take a look at it, people. You'll really enjoy it. Yeah, and, and it's getting better. Uh, you know, it's uh, going to soon have all the planks on it and linked to the page where you can read about in detail about the planks. So it's uh, uh, through the Christmas or the, through this holiday season, we probably will spend a little time getting that uh, polished up a little for everybody. It's uh, it's an interesting page. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Um, uh, during the year, uh, we began a Twitter account. And while we don't tweet a lot, uh, we do announce our show on Twitter, uh, and that uh, it, it goes out to all the Twitter folk uh, that might want to follow that. Uh, if you have the opportunity, uh, you know, go ahead and uh, follow Twitter, our, our Twitter account, and you'll be updated whenever our shows uh, are out there. So we encourage everybody to uh, follow our, our accounts and things like that. So, David? After the Twitter account was launched, we launched, we launched on Stitcher. Um, I have not used Stitcher much, so I don't know much about it, but um, I know we're out there on it. And uh, that was another accomplishment that got more people listening. Cool, cool. Thanks. Thanks, David. Jeff? Uh, we're happy to announce that podcasts are now available on Blog Talk Radio. We're working for a living blog talk shows now. Just today, day of the week, anytime you want. So give us a listen, folks. Tell your friends. Thank oh. you very much. Yep, thank you, Jeff. Um, Thanks, Jeff. You know, I also, yep, I'd also like to... Uh, and announced it uh, throughout the year, and we're uh, talking about our accomplishments throughout the course of this year, uh, is the uh, addition of iTunes uh, to be incorporated in our uh, uh, Team Working for a Living Caucus. And you can hear the podcasts of all these shows after the show, from the beginning, the inaugural show on April 3rd, uh, through the, the current show, uh, you can go to iTunes and uh, search for Working for a Living, and neither one of the words have a G, and four is a number, for those of you listeners that don't know that. Uh, so Working for a Living uh, is what you would search for on any of these, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, or iTunes, but iTunes is the one I'm just uh, uh, covering right now. But we encourage you to follow uh, all of those, uh, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, and iTunes, so that you can pick up the podcasts as they come out. Uh, thank you. Go ahead, David. Um, in the fourth quarter of 2016, um, Team Working for a Living morphed into an alternative UAW National Caucus with a substantial on- and off-air leadership team. Um, thanks, um, Jeff and Leroy. Um, thank you very much to all the team um, that doesn't participate on here. Um, without you guys, um, we'd be in some trouble. But I see the I see the the light at the end of the tunnel with all the work that you guys are doing. So thank you very much to each and every one of you. Thank you, David. Thank you to all the all the the team. You don't hear. Uh, on air, we made a decision uh, late, I believe in August or early September, to limit our on-air team uh, presence uh, for reasons that you might imagine, uh, and that's that's worked out real well for our team. And I uh, want to thank especially the on-air uh, Jeff and David for all they do and and for putting ourselves, uh, all of us, uh, out there at risk. Uh, for some of the stuff that happened to some of the previous on-air um, personalities. And we uh, we uh, thank them for being with us, uh, and uh, we look forward to, you know, more 
and as our leadership team continues to grow, we welcome those people in as well. So thank you, everyone. I think Jeff uh, uh, also echoes that, right, Jeff? That's correct. We have done a very good job, and, and so well-rounded yeah. team. Um, there's no egos here, and um, it's working out just fine. Yeah, we got a good thing going. Thanks. Jeff, you have the next one, I think. Okay, we've had several important shows during the year, most notably the July 31st show where Leroy outlined his research on the fundamental economic problems of the United States, and there are a lot of them, as everybody can guess. All you got to do is look around and see what's happening. Worth, it's a show worth listening to. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not anything you're going to hear anywhere else, I think. Uh, I think everybody agrees with that. Um, uh, I'll take the next one here. We had many wonderful and extremely inter- interesting guest speakers on the show throughout the year. And we want to thank each and every one of them for, for coming on and participating on the show. Uh, you each one of you had valuable input. We had a number of people that have shown an interest uh, to come on the show that you uh, listeners weren't able to hear because last-minute uh, scheduling conflicts. One brother that is uh, very uh, well nationally known uh, labor leader uh, got stuck in California, uh, and then his fl- flight was in air during the show, so he couldn't he couldn't make it. So, but uh, we appreciate him. Well, we won't call him out, but uh, we really appreciate him and his efforts throughout this past year. He knows who he is. And thank you for listening to our show and keeping up on all the current issues on labor. This is a great place to find uh, uh, what happened the previous week in labor. Uh, so, thank um, uh, David. Uh, you're next. Um. As we close out the year, um, we provide all our listeners with a present for all who are working for our living with the presentation of the first annual Powellist Awards. Congratulations to the recipients and the runners-up. I wish I could be a fly on the wall when you open your awards. (laughs) Candid camera. (laughs) <laughs> oh, buddy, <laughs> you got to love it. I tell you, we've had some fun putting this this one together for you, listener. I say, uh, but it is sort of a Christmas present when you call out the people been banging on us so hard all year long, and just tell them they're the biggest assholes on the planet. <laughs> you got to love it. Yeah, <laughs> we have call them out and see them. Okay, uh, David, you want to start off with what you got to say about this holiday season, because we're about ready to wrap this show up tonight. We're going to be short for everybody, and we've done done our damage for this evening. <laughs> we sure <laughs> want to send out some holiday wishes. David, you can jump out there. I want to send out a holiday wish to each and every UAW member. Um whether you're working in the auto industry, the ag industry, um, casino workers, our student union um, undergraduates, um, our um, part supplier plants, um, thank you for everything you do. Um, we look forward to representing you in the future and raising the level of wages, hours, and working conditions for each and every one of you. Um, best wishes to your families for a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you, David. I, uh, I echo David's sentiments. Um want everybody to be safe out there, enjoy the holidays. Um, we know the weather up here in this part of the country is really bad um, and very cold. So please be careful, be safe, and we will be back at the first of the year 
with another good year of shows. So stay tuned and be well informed. Uh, thank you all for listening this year, and we hope to see you back in January. That's all I got, Leroy. Thank you. Okay, thank you for your holiday wishes, too. Uh, th- these are uh, ad-libbed. I mean, some of this stuff is scripted a little bit, but uh, and, and we always have the, we always add them uh, on even the things that as we rotate them through. So just know a lot of this show is just simply ad-libbed, uh, notwithstanding that we try to keep some structure to it. Just like any other radio show or television show that you see on air, we, we have, uh, you know, the flow of the show. So but, uh, uh, I echo uh, both David and Jeff's holiday wishes. I know it's the Christmas season, but it's it's a Hanukkah season for our Jewish friends, uh, Kwanzaa for some of our African-American friends. Not everyone f- uh, celebrates that, but for those. Uh, I don't believe there's any uh, Muslim holiday during this season, but we certainly want to uh, um, thank all of our uh, uh, Muslim friends for listening. Uh, anybody that uh, has a different uh, persuasion, uh, it is our holiday season here, so we hope that you're having a wonderful holiday season. Certainly, the uh, the UAW membership, the uh, uh, the industrial uh, arm of the Detroit Three, IPS, Independent Parts Suppliers, Tops, Technical Office and Professional Workers, the Ag Department. Uh, you know, some of these folks are in the Tops. I mean, they. Uh, David talked about casino workers, the, the state workers, the county workers, and city workers that are represented. Uh, we appreciate all of those um, folk uh, who listen, and we wish them the very best of holidays, uh, no matter what religious persuasion you are. Uh, and we, team working for a living caucus, aspire to raise our union to the level that it once was. Seems to have gotten a little bit of a left turn. And not only our holiday wishes go to you, but our promises to aspire to make this better working conditions and hours of employment and wages for you in the coming years as we, even uh, as we conduct our show, affect policies of labor in our country and of the UAW. We can see these occurring over time. We, th- we thank you, listeners, for all of your input because we get a lot of comments and feedback, social media. They're not always in the email form, but we appreciate all those and some of the brothers and sisters out there that we come in contact on a daily basis. I had lunch with one today. It just happened sitting at a counter. And uh, Gary, uh, shout out to you there. Thanks a lot. Uh, Merry Merry Christmas because I know you're Christian. So uh, everybody have a wonderful holiday uh, from all of us here on Teamwork and Hope for a Living Caucus, and we really appreciate that. Um, getting, as we wrap up this show, we're going to uh, ask uh, for any other comments uh, we'll start with, last time we started with David. Uh, Jeff, do you have any uh, general comments that you'd like to make uh, regarding the uh, uh, anything in, in, in labor on the, before we close no, out the we, show? we've just seen a lot of attacks this year on, on pensions. Um, it's becoming more and more of a problem every week, it seems, lately. Um, our goal is to try to reverse that trend and improve on it and even get pensions back for the younger folks. Um, that's my biggest worry. So Congress is trying to take out our Social Security. Um, the pensions are under attack. So we just got to stand together as working class folks and, and fight, fight those things to get them back. Um, that's my main concern right now. So, that's all I got, Leroy. Okay, that's a year in that you know the labor thing that you have. Uh, David, uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll be a minute, David. So go ahead, take it long if you want. Okay. 
Um, I'd like to add on to what Jeff had to say. Um, um, only I would like to speak to current retirees. Um, I know there's many of you out there that haven't had a raise in so many years. It's unthinkable. We're going to change that. We're going to get back the money that was taken from the retirees and restore your inflation protection payments. It was horrendous for General Motors to negotiate an agreement that gave out $500 to each retiree and left out the surviving spouses. That was an unthinkable thing to do. Um, That's on the mind of our team. We're going to make that right. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you that are retired and our future um, retirees in waiting. And those who are without a pension, the future's going to be brighter. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, David. Um, Back here, uh, I'll I'll just give a a brief thing here. well, I don't know. I'll try and keep it brief. We have a, a guest that's going to come on in a second uh, and uh, um, say a few words, uh, and we appreciate that. Uh, the uh, uh, thing that I'd like to talk about just a little bit, throughout the course of this year, we have been sort of shepherding and, and helping and writing uh, for on two pension appeals, uh, assisting in one, and uh, actually writing the other. I think David just sort of covered that a little bit. I uh, can't say for sure because I was in uh, uh, screening mode for a second. Um, but the one is regarding our pensions, and Detroit 3, they're under attack, uh, where they have put language in their agreement to try and cut pensions in half. We aspire to be successful in that uh, pension appeal. It's at the Public Review Board now, just in recap. The other one is a man by the name of Art Ederson that's written this, and uh, he has that at the public review board level as well. Uh, That's the internal appeal process for the UAW. He asked for oral argument, and he was denied. And he wrote uh, what he would simply have said colloquially, in a about I think it was around 15 pages that he wrote, and he closed it out. It was kind of interesting by saying that buckets has passed through the membership ought to be reserved for, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, ought to be reserved for collections of legitimate charities, and not passed among the membership for balloting purposes. So uh, that that's uh, quite a metaphor, that uh, legal metaphor, uh, and we really do hope that uh, both of these appeals uh, get traction with the pension or the public review board, uh, both the pension one and the challenge to the methods, uh, uh, ethical practices methods of the election that was held. Uh, at the Ford Local 600. So uh, we hope you're you're successful, Brother uh, Peterson, and we know you're listening this evening. So thank you for everything that you're doing. Uh, let me bring on our special guest here real quick, and then we'll wrap this show up for tonight. Uh, I believe we have um, uh, John Martinez. Uh, you there? How's it going, guys? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, yeah, thanks, John. John. Boy, oh boy, you guys excite me. <laughs> I, listen, man, I, I, I'm sitting here in the, in the basement, man. I, I got me a barber's chair. I relax and I listen to your show. And let me tell you something. Did you see that close vote at the Teamsters? The, I bet you the UAW is looking at that very closely. Um, I tell you, the, the, the people, the people that I come across, man, they're disgusted, man. They tell me in private, man. Look, man, these guys, they got to go, man. Democrats, some of them, they got to go. Uh, before we do anything, I think we need to clean our own, our own side of the street. And um, 
that's that's what the information I get out here uh, from from retired members, city workers that work hard and get their pensions cut as they as the city council gets raises, they cut the pensions from workers. People are people are are angry, upset, and um, your radio program needs to be uh, um, advertised more. Educate these young workers, and we're I think we're ready to storm the, the doors of Solidarity House. Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas, John. Thanks for coming on, and thank you for all the wonderful comments. You have Jeff. Got something to say to John? Yeah, thanks, John. Um, you talk about the Teamster vote. Yeah, um, it was close, but there was a lot of people, a lot of the workers did not vote. You know, I I seen the uh, tally sheets from each region as they were votes were coming in every day, and we noticed there was a large number of workers not voting. And like you said, it is sending a big signal, not to just the UAW, but to the employers, that the people and the workers, the union members are pissed off, like you said. Um, They want to see a change. And this team here is committed to doing that. That's our goal. We're going to do it. Thank you, John. Whole team. I appreciate, I appreciate you, you guys, man. Um, I'll keep it short. You guys have a wonderful Christmas with your families, man. I love you. Love my brothers. I love all my members, retired members. I love all humans, actually. <laughs> I have so much fun every day. <laughs> I have so much fun, man. I got black friends, white friends, yellow friends, queer friends. I don't care. Look, man, it's time, man. People are tired, man. They work hard every day, man, try to pay their bills. And these fat cats, man, they, they don't even—they don't even have the respect to walk the street with us, man. That's how ashamed they are. Boy, I—I'll I, let you guys go. I, I gotta get back to my. Thank barbershop. you, John. Bye bye. All right. Okay. Bye, John. Thanks, John. Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Yeah. Merry Christmas, John. We really appreciate that. Uh, nice to have him come on. Um, as, as we close out the show now, uh, we've pretty much co- covered a lot of stuff here this evening. Uh, we covered our, recapped our year, and we had the Paulist Awards, and thanked everybody for listening, and wished everybody the happiest holiday season they could possibly have. Um, remember, this is the holiday season. Not everybody's doing so well. You know, I, I, I from time to time, just sit some and have a sandwich and you see somebody that just doesn't have enough money to, you know, pay attention and you, you hand them a $5 bill and they get something to eat. You look hungry. Uh, you know, not everybody's doing as well as some of us are. Uh, and please don't forget, in fact, what I'm doing with my Christmas, I've done with my Christmas cards I bought a great big box of safety pins, and I'm putting a safety pin in every one of my Christmas cards. I hope that people display those proudly when they understand what they are. So consider that as you're uh, going through your day and having your own holiday season. So pass a few safety pins out. Racial tolerance. Having said that, uh, thanks. Uh, Let me just say, take a a second, and I, I, I really... I really need to do this. You know, I'm working with two of the best guys on the planet. I'm telling you, uh, these these two guys, David and Jeff, uh, come on this show every week. We don't get paid a penny for any of this stuff. You know, some of it's out of pocket. And they come here and they're just, you know, they add value. They add ideas. They're constructive. Anytime we have some sort of a disagreement, it is always with adult conversation. And we, uh, and I don't know that we have that many disagreements, quite frankly. Um, but anytime that there's a small issue, we know that the betterment of the team is at stake for anything. And we get through it and on. And I'm going to tell you, just to have that, that support and reciprocal support from all of the, the on-air people and all of the off-air people. Uh, you know who you are off-air, but I can say this to Jeff and David. 
I want to wish both of you the very merriest of Christmas and happy holiday season and a Same. prosperous new year when, when this comes through. Same to you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, you're very welcome. I'm like, I can't, I couldn't have picked any two better guys to be on air with. It's just amazing. You guys, knowledgeable, you know, you, you work hard through the week, posting things, finding things. They, you know, Jeff's responsible for this safety pen thing, getting so much traction. Thank you, Jeff, for that. That's a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, the, this brings us to the end of the year. Uh, next uh, Sunday is Christmas, and then, and then uh, the following um, Sunday is New Year's Day, and we want to get in competition with all of the uh, sporting events on New Year's Day. So that will be the end of uh, this, this show for this year. We'll be off literally for about 20 days. Nice long uh, holiday for the on-air people here as well. We'll continue to have a call uh, as, as we need to have one uh, to you know, deal with whatever items might be coming up as we would if we were leadership in the UAW as well. You don't, you're never really off, off duty when you do these sort of things. Um, but, uh, you know, we have respect for everybody's uh, uh, work life uh, uh, balance, and we respect your uh, ability to have a good holiday with your family. So we won't, won't be having a show during the holiday season. We'll be back on January 8th. Uh, we have a special guest already uh, uh, scheduled to come on and talk about a very interesting topic that you're going to enjoy. Uh, and uh, so we uh, uh, would like to say thanks to everybody. Uh, as you know, our email address is working for a living at working for a living. And we'll just shout out to everybody because we said, <laughs> said it enough times uh, throughout the night. Uh, you know, listeners, good night. and Stay safe. Each and every one of you have a wonderful, happy holiday season. Merry Christmas to those of you who are Christian. You know, happy Hanukkah for all of those who happen to be Jewish, Kwanzaa for any anyone else, and have a good night. Stay safe during this. Be aware there's a lot of lot of traffic accidents going on. So good night. We'll see you next year. Good night, David. Good night, Jeff. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Clear eyes. Good night.